Hey girlies, you are listening to Crisis Twig, the podcast where we ring the alarm about cultural emergencies. Today is not just any episode though. Today is part one of our 100th episode spectacular, Tear the Community Apart Civil War. I'm Drew Haskins. I'm the only twink who can save a culture in crisis, but today I don't want to do that. I want to watch the world burn. I am joined today by Max and Lizzie from Spinners Club Podcast, and we are going to pick one of the four best songs of all time. Hi, everyone. Hello. Thank Hello. you for having us. Was that like appropriately spooky or ominous? <laughs> I'm not. No, I, I have chills right now. Yeah, oh my God. no, that was good. <laughs> I really want to. I'm. I'm also really enjoying it. I would like to tear the community apart. Uh, yeah, burn it down. No healing. 2023. Airstrikes. <laughs> Air bomb them. Bomb them. <laughs> Wait, we do have to. Speaking of um airstrikes and bombing them we do have to pour one out really quickly for the chinese spy balloon i'm so sad that he's dead did wait did, did i cut out just now um I, and they're like why okay. it might be my shitty wi-fi okay all good um i'll just cut that apart out but let's uh how are we gonna go back in okay so the spy balloon was shot down over myrtle beach i think that's a really sad way to go out not dignified at all yeah of all places myrtle beach i actually think that that's giving the chinese like really the true american experience like where <laughs> what feels more american than myrtle beach the Absolutely. gulf of mexico <laughs> oh my god over the gulf. <laughs> no we don't want to like we don't want to punish them that's true that's true like if that's the case, then we'd like shoot them over like the Florida Panhandle or something. I think Ocean City, Maryland, would have really. Oh done my the job god! Well too. <laughs> As like a lifelong Ocean City um, visitor, like that would be perfect. Like people don't really realize that Ocean City is a step that's below its own culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy there. Like, I would have loved to see. You mentioned the Gulf. Like, if the balloon had somehow just like rested perfectly upon the Deepwater Horizon oil spill memorial site. <laughs> like, that would have been like it would have been like a return, a return to God, and like a just a perfect little way. I think the doomsday clock would move closer to midnight. Okay, yeah, it case. is. <laughs> yeah, um, I just learned what those, that meant. Those stunt queens. It, it I is literally just queen. learned about it. It's yeah, so the actual Lizzie. doomsday clock is in the lobby of my the building where I have all of my grad classes. Like, wait, it's a real thing? Yes, it's a yeah, real it's thing. Like, it is a clock that they just like move. I like, thought it arbitrarily. was a hypothetical clock. It no. is, it's, it's it not is really and a isn't. clock. It's like it's more of a it's, concept, but it's poster board. Like, the actual thing is yeah. not a clock. Like, it. It right. looks like poster board that has been tied to like two black painted pool noodles <laughs> and just like it's literally propped up in a corner. <laughs> like, That's fake as fuck. It is so it is budget. Like no, you would yeah. think after this long that they would have, you know, a more like dignified way to present this. Like because they I have mean, I can buy a grandfather clock on Facebook Marketplace for like a hundred dollars right yeah. now. Like they should do the same. 
they're scientists. They don't have any money. Yeah, you're so right. They definitely don't have any money. Like this. That's why I every didn't... six months they have to go out <laughs> and like to the news and be like, look, look, moved it a little. <laughs> I didn't go to the the ceremony this year um, to set the clock because that. I mean, that mm-hmm. seems like a fool's errand in and of itself. But like, it's all these like eighty five year olds who have been doing this for years and years and years, like, and yeah i it just not um it seems useless i'll be honest like i don't know what 90 seconds to midnight really means in this context either like they do either no it it really is like old man yells at cloud yeah (laughs) (laughs) come on grandpa let's get you to bed really like what do you want us to do about (laughs) i just you know to have like such a brilliant scientific mind to be doing all this research on like nuclear fission and like international right. conflict avoidance and all this, and then wasting your talents on setting a little rinky dink clock every year to like tell everyone how close we are to impending doom feels like right. it's just such a waste of resources. <laughs> like go to and then war. they got like, they got <laughs> bored for a little bit and um like they like started adding climate change into it too. Yeah, and I'm like, well, like what's changed? I wish I was that bored. They're kind of just like us. They're really just making it up as they go along. (laughs) No, they really are. Like, you talk about climate change. The clock has, like, they've built a new installation next to the clock to represent climate change. Mm. That They got rid of all the couches and, like, tables in our cafe, so no one can study anywhere. That's, like, the first problem with this. But the second problem is that it's this, like, probably 30 square foot installation of live grass and orchids mm. and like you know high maintenance biofauna kind of stuff it looks like the shimmer from annihilation but okay. it's next to the clock to like both symbolize like the terrifying vastness of like the world but also like how we have to like tend to the 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 greenery of the world and like make sure that like carbon is i guess is not being emitted i don't know i'm not a scientist whatever happened to imagination they spent their yeah. entire stipend on that <laughs> yeah like <laughs> they did and also it requires so much water to maintain it too because orchids are not cheap and not easy right. to just like you can't just like put them in a large-scale in- installation so i feel like they're going to move to plastic plants eventually to like yeah do the upkeep on this and then now we're back to single-use plastic so where did this get anyone at that well yeah they were like okay we're fighting throwing out a bunch of furniture yeah (laughs) they literally threw it out too like it's nowhere to be found like 1300 people just like looking fighting for like five chairs like it's anti-grad student homelessness architecture or whatever it is it is (laughs) like they don't want like they don't want like grad students like sleeping on couches (laughs) they're like not in my backyards but for like actually going to class they're like we don't want you in this building like right oh my god it's like we want you in the class and that's it like do not hang out in this building yeah like that's it's it's really horrible there are a lot of horrible things in this world and we're definitely contributing to it today with the enterprise that we have like set out to do absolutely i want to tear the community apart let's do it once and for all so for the next 
five episodes, I will be going with guests through 64 of the songs that have won Tear the Community Apart over the past 100 episodes to pick which is the best song. We are covering the first quadrant today, 16 songs, 16 um, titanic achievements of, of human history that ultimately uh, only one can can make it through to the final four. I was looking at how the randomizer seeded some of these today and I was scared. I was frightened. It, it This is not something I would wish on anyone except you two. I mean, there's some heaters on here. There, like we're gonna we're gonna fight to the death here. There's some yeah. news, but I have some opinions. I do have some opinions, and I, I have already had one song in my mind. Like I, for me personally, I know what it is. Okay, That's you're running scenarios in your head, but sometimes the the science that you believe is not. I don't know what I'm saying here. I was trying to come up with so <laughs> like a clownery kind of thing. Just but stroking I can't think out. Of the doomsday Literally people got your out. ass. <laughs> I know, like the Illuminati, like they have like a sniper beam on my forehead right now, like, and it's uh, sucking all of my my intellectualism out. Um, this will be this will be the thing that ends the podcast once and for all, but. I'm looking at the bracket right now, and I think we should probably get it started. Oh, and also for voting, the three of us are going to come to a consensus, a majority consensus on which song we'll move on. Okay, so we are going to come to a majority consensus about which song moves on. Only two yay votes are required, in case people are not wizards and don't know what majority vote means. So, all right, we're going to get started with the first matchup. The number one seed versus the number 16 seed, which these are not indicators of quality. These are just random. But the okay. number one song is a a true heater, a heater for all time. It is 212 by Azalea Banks. Well, yes. Period. Period. And the number 16 song, another more literal heater, a, a song about temperature, about feeling hot um even in here the song is hot you're not gonna make me do this you're not gonna make me do this (laughs) so azalea versus nelly we're off to the races here i immediately know how i'm voting but i would like to hear how you are hear me out i'm like really mad because like obviously i'm voting 212 but like hot i love nelly like uh, nelly is truly like one of my favorite artists of all time it was like a formative i love hot in here but I have yeah. to give it to two one two. Like it's, I, I guess that can't get eaten. Yeah. yeah. So hot in here for me. I objectively think it's a great song, but I also think it's kind of stale. Like I hear that song in the club, and I'm like, I, I've heard this enough that it doesn't spark joy anymore. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. let's hear like shake your tail feather like, or like, like thrills. I, exactly. oh, yeah. And like annoying person no shade in like a straight bar Mm -hmm. when hot in here comes on i mean there are 40 year old women on the ground and i don't really want to see that behavior 212 is very dignified when it comes on i mean it gets messy but it's a dignified messy yeah Yeah. and it's kind of like one of those things where it's like if you know you know like like off the floor if you don't like there are like gay brains coming together yeah (laughs) like a mind meld like when we're all 40 
in 212 comes on, I do feel like we are going to be on the floor too in a very undignified way. But for now, for now, the yeah. window for now, it, is it's sexy and classified. Yeah, yeah, we were we were out dancing on Friday night and 212 came on and I did kind of feel like the Lena Dunham scene um, in Girls <laughs> where she's like dancing on Molly. Yeah. No, that was me. I was, um, the other thing about Hot in Here, which is a great song, it is a little too, like, memeified almost. Like, especially because we mm-hmm. were at the age when it came out that, like, every little kid even was, like, you could say, like, it's getting hot in here. And someone would be, like, so take off on your clothes. Like, yeah. that has always been a very unfortunate association for me. Yeah, if I see lyrics to a song on, like, a tea towel that's sold in home goods, I don't want to be a part of the culture. Right. Yeah. Like it got like it got like re-memed into like um like those memes that are like um It's like Ray Dunified. Yeah, or like um <laughs> yeah, actually. Or like those like white girls who post those edits that are like put your hair in a bun, put on some gangster rap and handle it. Like, oh do you know what God. I mean? Yeah. I mean I see like white people taco places that are always like, it's getting hot in here, and then they have Cholula as yeah. the hot sauce. I'm like, are and, you and they have like me? a hot in here like neon sign over the over the hot sauce bar. Right, yeah. but it's like they're never like it's not like hot ones. It's the most mild thing you could ever have. Right. Or That's it's like why those yeah. This song the- has gone a little too far. It has. And the best thing you could say about 212 in this context is that it's definitely not feeding the Etsy industrial complex even a little bit for now. Let's right. Right. Like, yeah. we re- like, let's hope people are not making tea towels with like. I would love that. I would love that. All that said, um, I, guess I guess that can't get eaten. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep seeing that like Twitter meme of like it just says I guess that cunt getting eaten and there's that picture of like Margot Martindale like looking <laughs> up like 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 pondering something. Yeah, it it's from um it's from the same movie in which she says the like French phrases that are in the beginning of 1991 because that's a mm. Margot Martindale sample. Wait, is it really? It yes, really is. It is. It, it oh is. my god! That woman ordering in French at the beginning of 1991 is Margot Martindale. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my god, Azealia Banks is mind. Literally. Yeah. Oh my god, like, she is. Well, and I also mean, like we are Mar- recording. Also, this like team. Margot Martindale's impact. Sorry. Yeah. No, I like legendary character actress. That is like Azealia's only real pandering moment. Is getting a character actress to feature on one of her absolute hits like the way i bet margot martindale doesn't even know that she's on that song oh there's no way there's no way (laughs) which makes it better i hope um if we ever get like an official streaming release for new bottega like there's an ann dowd sample on it (laughs) oh my god all right so Two one two wins decisively here, but um, but at hey, what cost? Hot in here, at, we you did it, so you made the list at all, and that's impressive. All right, next up, the nine seed versus the eight seed. So the eight seed is a more recent song, um, an instant pride parade classic, let's say, <laughs> and the nine seed, a classic of our childhood potentially the number one artifact from the tumblr era which we have discussed at length on y'all's podcast about electroheart but this was kind of the beginning of the end for tumblr the eight seed is rain on me by lady gaga and ariana grande 
and the nine seed is we can't stop by miley cyrus i mean i know my answer right off the bat i i think i'm decided um i'm gonna go with we can't stop um it was just very formative for me it was the beginning of the end for tumblr but it also just like really I don't know. There's something like about the bangers area or like era that just felt like so of the moment and like perfect for that exact time that like um, loved it. My issue with rain on me is like it wasn't her fault. It like the pandemic happened, but like yeah. just that song, I feel like was made to be something that it just never was like they tried to make it this like huge like like gay pride hit. But realistically, it like I don't know. Like how that song went number one is incredible to me. Yeah. It's the power of stands. Like Ariana stands, like she's in the Drake yeah. tier where just like anything she releases is gonna get to right. number right. one at this point. I I definitely think that song would have more of an impact. Yeah, had to come out in any other year. Mm-hmm. I will ride for it though. It's really good. Chromatica is like a better album, I think, than people give it credit for. I agree, actually, as a Lady Gaga hater. Oh. Uh, this is not the place fine. for that. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it, it was like, I, I just thought it was like a lot better than like Joanne or True. something. Like, I think well, people, sure. like, I think people <laughs> made, yeah, I mean, what isn't better? But, um, <laughs> but no, I feel like people made Chromatica out to be like horrible when I was like, no, this is just like fun pop music but i get it like for her she could have done better but yeah like chromatica is definitely paint by numbers gaga but like as a gaga lover um someone who actually talked about house labs in one of my classes last week and my professor was like please stop um i do i i will cape for her until i'm dead in a ditch so but i am also voting for we can't stop here yeah, we can't stop is my vote as well. Rain on me. So it just feels like a Lady Gaga song that I'll forget in two it's years. It's one of those yeah. songs where I never would ever seek to put it on myself. But when it comes on and I'm out, I mean, I'm raining. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I'll go off. I'm like, I'm slamming it. Yeah. If I had two vodka sodas and that song came on, watch out. We can't yeah. stop. I will continue to put on. I just recently re-listened to Bangers and like that album for me is also like time capsule of that time and i'm like if i had never heard that album and listened to it in 2023 for the first time it's objectively awful but like if you're there and you grew up in that you know yeah i you know what i mean we were also the perfect age when it came out too like yeah i I was a freshman year a freshman in college so yeah i think yeah. yeah perfect perfect timing like we just had like a music video party a few weeks ago and watched the we can't stop video and i hadn't seen it in ages like mm-hmm. so good perfect yeah it was really... uh she started neon letters like that bangers font well like, that, was... that was like the thing yeah we can't stop wasn't that like all styled by like nikki takesh or whatever her name yeah, is it was it was um, yeah that hosts with julia fox yeah. on that podcast mm-hmm. it was like it was kind of like a love letter to Tumblr, but also like invented so many micro trends that like it all and it all ended up burning out. But like the pink goo, the like mm-hmm. French fries and caviar or whatever, like there's yep. just so much stuff in that music video that is like she really had her finger on the pulse. 
Yeah, it was like they were like slamming together like indie sleaze and soft grunge. Like it was like everything from Tumblr put into a blender. Yeah. And then the outfits were so good too. Yeah, like, like, that very, like started, American apparel. It started like, its yeah. own like trend there. Yeah. I mean, that was the moment. I it was, was tweeting yesterday about how I missed the American apparel ads that were like borderline pornographic. Yeah, they were really good. They were so good. And like it sucks that Terry Richardson is such a shithead because like yeah. that aesthetic really had everyone in a chokehold for for years. I feel like it wouldn't land now. Did like you know that Dog Charney's back. related to the Zafferty brothers? Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah. They, everything is connected. That's fucking crazy. Like I didn't know that either. His uh his like I think great great grandfather or something is like their great uncle or something. Like it's weird. I gotta and, look that up. So they would be like probably like second or third cousins but you can literally yeah. just draw like a little flywheel between like dove charney to the safety brothers to julia fox to nikki to cash and then the circle literally like it just completes itself yeah it's like the to, like, degrees of ludicrous yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no literally if i'm too far away from julia fox i am suicide yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we have to move on to our next matchup. That was a decisive victory to We Can't Stop. All right, the five seed versus the 12 seed. This, to me, is a failure of randomization because these two songs could not be more different. To me, they're both pretty close to 10s out of 10s. The five seed is Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen, and the 12 seed is One Thing by Amory. Which song is better? Okay, so to be completely honest, I'm very net neutral on both of these songs. Whoa. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like both of these songs, but I agree, like, they're very, like, different, but kind of the same for me. Like, uh, I like I would rank them probably numerically the same. But I, yeah. this is a hard one. Yeah. Because I, I'm, like, not that I, invested. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm kind of indifferent to both of them because... Okay. I will say, I'm going to give it to one thing because when they leaked it on the radio so Jennifer Lopez couldn't steal it. Is Iconic that true? behavior. Yeah. That's very true, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jennifer Lopez was trying to steal that song, so they leaked it on the radio so she uh, couldn't, like, bully her way into having the label give the song to her. And she used to do that all the time, too. Like, she mm -hmm. was, like, a pirate for, like, the first five years of the 2000s. Like, yes. stealing stuff from Mariah, stealing stuff, well, obviously Ashanti. That's, like, the one that everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, like, Jennifer Lopez about. steals anything that's not, like, bolted to the floor. Like, yeah. Literally, like, <laughs> choreo, vocals, like, songs. Like... And we love her for like, it. Locker, I love Jennifer yeah. Lopez. But, like, like we've if... talked about this already. But, like, yeah. yeah. I don't I... I'm gonna give it to one thing. I am also. Also, I just feel like this... that has no, more staying power. Uh, the cut to the feeling also feels kind of like it's relegated to pride parades at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's the best Carly Rae Jepsen song. Which Agreed. is crazy because so many people think it is the best Carly Rae Jepsen song, and I think I, I like this song a lot. That mm -hmm. is a crazy opinion to me, though. Like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of. I think I'm gonna give it to one thing just because in Carly Rae Jepsen's world I don't rate this as number one yeah I think there are better Carly Rae Jepsen songs but also I think I like the song one thing objectively more than yeah like I feel like if I was driving my car and cut to the feeling came on I would skip it 
Sure. But yeah. if one thing came on, I would probably listen to it. Yes, I 100% agree. I, I'm so I'm from DC too. And Amory, also from DC, went to Georgetown weirdly too. So it's like the only pop star who's ever graduated from Georgetown University. But one thing was such a ginormous regional radio hit, like growing up too. In addition, to, mm-hmm. I like it was obviously like a global success, but like one thing is such like a hometown hero song for me that it it could have gone up against basically anything in this bracket and i would have probably have picked it that's fair that's very fair i I also like just the drama of knocking a carly ray jepsen song out like that a lot of gay people think is the best song ever like knocking it out in the first round i like the drama of it that's really gonna tear the community up yeah that's what we're aiming to do today yeah i i i'm definitely happy to knock the carly ray jepsen fans down a peg and i like her a lot i've liked her music a lot in the past this most recent album was so mid though i like couldn't believe people were riding for it as hard yeah as there were, were like some songs on it that i kind of liked but like that's how i that's how i feel about carly ray jepsen yeah, i'm sorry I, like i'm not somebody who's like i love her albums like front to back like any song could be a like i'm just kind of like oh i like this song here and there i i'm the same way yeah i think emotion is front to back it was but i i think i over now because like i don't really like that album that much anymore well her problem is she just keeps doing the same thing over and over again so like emotion once sounded really new and radical Mm-hmm. And then she kept doing the same thing over and over again. And a lot of people imitated that album too. Like it's one of those mm-hmm. like, yeah, like there's that old adage about like how the Velvet Underground spawns like a hundred different bands and stuff. Like Emotion mm-hmm. spawned a ton of really mid '80s inspired pop music that all sounds identical. Yeah, Ava Max, you're caught. No, okay. Well, we're not gonna. <laughs> well, we're not gonna do is slander um, Ava Max, Ava Successful on this podcast because her new album is actually very good. I think I haven't listened to it, but my entire Twitter feed is like, ah, Max and Eastas. I listened to it and I thought it was like good, but again, in a way that like Carly Rae Jepsen, like I was just like, oh, this is good, but like also like anyone could be singing this. Oh like, yeah, it's very anonymous. Um, it's perfect elliptical music. Yeah, it's it's no exactly like I'm listening to it and I'm like, wow, I could really and I always hear the song. I always hear cuts to the feeling playing too. I could definitely hear this playing over the Planet Fitness like speakers. Yeah. Not even in a shady way. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. Um the 4 seed versus the 13 seed. Two other really different songs, um, one of which is a classic one-hit wonder of the R&B pop music bubble of, like, the mid-2010s. And that 13 seed is a titan of, like, post-electro clash, pre-like, Tumblr music, like, what was kind of like an awful era for music, but like essentially a hundred gex just makes that music now and we should have that conversation. <laughs> but which song is better? Two On by Tanache featuring Schoolboy Q or Don't Trust Me by 303. Y'all froze again. Oh man. Sorry. Hello. Hello. That's good back. actually though. Okay. Just like caught us in here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um okay so my thing is like 
uh, this is hard because like don't trust me really is a good song it is a good song but like i love to get two on yeah yeah i i think my vote is gonna be two on because i think it has more like lasting power like i think a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life could agree that two on is a great song whereas like don't trust me is very much for people like our age when that was like when when did that come out seventh grade yeah about like 2008 right like i mean that was new for me like i was like oh don't trust her like (laughs) oh but like I don't know. Did did Katy Perry feature on this one or the other Starstruck. 303 song? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my Queen Blair Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, that was um that was in her uh what's it called? That, that was, was in Cobra her like Starship, warped tour right? era. Oh, that yeah. was Cobra Star. Yeah, that yeah. was uh that was Good Girls Go Bad. Oh, right? That's classic, yeah. yeah. That's um also classic. I just I feel like I love two on memes. Like, I'm sorry. Like, they're yeah. so funny to me. I don't know why, but like, they're just, they're like a classic meme genre that just never goes away. And two on really like brought Tanache into the public eye. So, like, I, that was. And like then her swiftly song. escorted her out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, she lasted for me. Oh, I mean, I love Tanache. No, I, I, I like, wrong, she's, but... um, she is has really managed to stick around and like the music is still pretty good so like no one's but like we wouldn't have had her if not for tuan like we wouldn't know that there's something worth saving and like being like y'all are sleeping on tanache if like we weren't woken up by her which is funny because tanache's lead single was actually a different song called i love you expletive that was then stolen by Jennifer Lopez and turned into I love you Poppy <laughs> which is her best song of the past like 15 years too I love I love you Poppy but yeah so I didn't again know that. yeah Jennifer Lopez feel anything that's not bolted to the floor I really don't you know? know enough about Jennifer Lopez but every time you say something I'm like man I don't I don't like I don't, her no she's shysty I'm she sorry shysty. I don't trust her but Sorry, she's girl. also a legend and a diva and uh, a consummate professional and entertainer. Whatever you say. I like I respect <laughs> her as like um she won't go away. No, she I respect her as one of our generation's finest cat burglars. Um she has stolen everything. Like the fact crazy. that we've brought Jennifer Lopez up for like all of the songs in this bracket. Yeah, like I do I love to talk shit about J Lo. Like I really love to hate her. So like I do I respect that about her. Like she gives me someone to hate. In pop culture needs villains. Exactly. You gotta yeah. have an outlet. Right. And what I will say is she is a formidable villain to, like, the Mariah lore, too, just because, like, again, like... Yeah. But, like, also in the way that, like, Mariah will always win anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really set anyone next to Mariah and be like, Mariah's gonna lose out here. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, even if right. there's, like, an art... God forbid, like, some sort of, like, artistic comparison to be made, like, it's Mariah Carey still. Like, Mariah Carey's not, like... Right, and she knows that too, which I love. Yeah, she's not humble about it. No, (laughs) right, but it feels kind of like cosmically good that like J Lo will always go up against her and still kind of lose. But like, I don't know, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. I agree that Tuan wins here, especially. um, Well, two. My reasoning is here is twofold. One of y'all made the very astute point that. 
it is such a product 303 is such a product of its era like mm-hmm. we i was in the car with some friends yesterday and that song came on and one of my friends was born in 2001 and she like completely missed the boat on this and she was like this is an awful right. song and i'm like yeah like you kind of had to you be had there. to be there yeah yeah and the Helen Kellen part, or the Helen Helen Kellen, the Helen Keller part, immediately <laughs> takes it to like such okay. an unserious place that like you can't really like take it on its own value a little bit. Shush, girl, <laughs> move your hips. <laughs> you you mix that up. That's not it. It was. What I thought it? it was shush, girl. It's shush, girl. Uh, shut she- your lips. Yeah, Shut your, okay. do the Helen Keller and well, talk with your Well, that could have also worked. <laughs> We're punching it up like 15 years after the fact. We're like, let's get it, mm-hmm. get a little snap Wait, here. didn't 100 Gex do like a tape with them, essentially? Like they did like an EP with like, or a song with 303, right? They did, and that was kind of the beginning of the end. Like, yeah, once I, I don't. They started like leaning into the like meme lord of it all like i think their music went off a cliff so quickly like yeah, yeah definitely um i don't know what i was gonna say I just they lost just it. seem like the group that would have a key for their music yeah i mean that in a very derogatory way i think it's annoying because i think dylan brady's so much more talented and yeah. like laura less too but like for whatever reason that project is just like like not working like for me at least well we talked about this a few weeks ago um with andrew ketchum but like a lot they just don't really seem to have any idea of where to go with it mm-hmm. like i yeah. know they're under this like label deal where they have to deliver you know a certain amount of projects or whatever but like i think they really kind of took that sound to as far as it could go even in 12 songs like you can't really do much more than 12 songs yeah i feel like they they back themselves into a corner and like like, there's just it's very similar to 303 like what do you do after you make don't trust me and starstruck and then it's like well then you have to go to your label and beg them for like these like weird like kind of like oh can you put us in like songwriting sessions with like pop writers and like pop producers and then you have to completely change your sound and yeah. no one remembers it anyways. Right. Like, does anybody remember the second 303 album, the one with like the gold, like it's like a naked woman painted gold or whatever. It was the and, one like, with Casha was on it. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, no one actually remembers that I, I album. I don't remember that. I only remember it because I think it was like, in, like they released a simlish version of the thing and I was playing The Sims a lot at that time. <laughs> yeah. This, because that was, that would have been like 2010, 2011, like peak, like, simlish era like yeah Katie perry in the studio recording in simlish was like that year for sure um yes. streets of like, gold 2010 streets of gold that's like a <laughs> that's like a weird a weird portentous album title for like the oh, kind yeah. of music like, they made they had like a Wiz khalifa feature because that's like black and yellow was really yeah. popular at that time and they were on the same label as him too so like it was just it was that A and R era where you were just pairing like whatever songs you or whatever like pop artists you had on the label with whatever rappers you had, and just like trying mm-hmm. to make it work. Um, three or three and Kesha together was like too much of a muchness too. Like, I you thought can't that worked have... well. I think that song is like a little like it could have been way better than it was. Yeah, 
I think they just have the same kind of like dirty party aesthetic, which was like really great in that era. And then as soon as people grew up from that, it like needed to stop immediately. Yeah. Because we like completely went full 180 because then I felt like pop got like kind of prim and proper. Like it wasn't as like grungy, like I'm fucked up in the back of a car type of thing, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that is Sorry, kind I'm of like the death of like the Tumblr indie sleaze era too. Like that whole like, right? like the Terry Richardson ification of pop music, like just like it ended in 2014. It ended when the do right. what you want music video with R. Kelly got shelved. And oh my um, God. <laughs> And then things... thank God her thank label God. really looked out for her there. Yeah, that should have net like even like the like what is it like five second clips we've been able to like see that have leaked oh, out over the past like ten bad. years. It's just like oh no 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 no. Like... <laughs> I was trying to find the yeah. other day the performance of that that the two of them did on SNL when she hosted like way back oh in the day. i forgot but he about was that there for that like r kelly fully did that song with her on snl but I like you can't that. find that video anymore yeah he's like dressed up as like jfk and she's like in Marilyn Monroe because you know, oh i do i do remember that now yeah 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 it was such that a was first thought idea but um Something that's also crazy is like looking at like the Beyonce Terry Richardson photos because yeah. you're just like I just can't imagine those two in a room together. Right. She, I mean, like she was really a little less like you know quote unquote untouchable than than she is now. Like you could like yeah. get in a room with Beyonce in 2012, 2013 in a way that like you definitely obviously could not these days. Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, definitely like an odd era, and he was just he was everywhere including actually with both of the two artists that we're about to talk about in the next matchup coincidentally so we're on to the three seed versus the 14 seed two very different artists on face value but two artists who i do sort of think these days inhabit the same sphere of pop music almost so the three seed is So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings by Caroline Polachek. And the 14th seed is We Found Love by Rihanna. Which song is better? This is a weird uh, matchup. Yeah, this is like comparing apples to oranges. Like, they're just so different. My thing is, like, We Found Love, I can't stand that song because I just have heard it so many times and I think it gets really overplayed as like one of Rina's best and one is Calvin Harris's best when I don't think it's either of their bests but the song still is like objectively good I would just hear it in bars all the time and it's just like yeah it's a, it's a little abrasive after a while like it's like bah, 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 you know what I mean yeah um but so high you're hurting my feelings I don't think has reached this like full maturity for me to consider it one of the best like pop songs of all time i agree with that i but i will break on the fact that like we found love was like such a big deal when it came out Um, that was like arguably like rihanna was kind of like on the precipice of being this like massive artist um like you know what i mean she was kind of moving into because that's the last album before auntie right or no, 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 it's Talk That Talk. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, it's two. Yeah, two. 
Um, so maybe I am mixing that up then. But Calvin Harris was like kind of arguably at like his sort of peak. That was what, 2011 yeah, or 10? Right? When that like levels by Avicii, like Calvin Harris, like all of that EDM was really popular. And I was really into that kind of music at that time. Um, but I was also a nasty gay closeted teenager that <laughs> loved Rihanna. So like get someone like Rihanna, like an artist that big on like a song that sounded like that at that time was like major for me. I loved that song. And I think I, I still do really like it. So I'm going to give it to We Found Love. Okay. I am going to give it to So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings, I think. Which I don't feel good about doing because I agree with Lizzie that this has not like achieved, you know, ubiquity saturation. It has not like cemented itself in the broader consciousness. But I do think the beat of We Found Love is very repetitive in a way that a lot of the songs from that era are not. But I Mm -hmm. don't know. I mean, like, that's not necessarily a bad thing either because like, I mean, one of, like, the fundamental pleasures of pop music is how, like, repetitive and sticky it is. And that song is all hooks from, like, the verses to the choruses. I don't know. I don't know. It just, like, I just, like, that song to me, I remember when it came out, like, like was just, like, so, like, front to back, like, euphoric almost. Yeah, Like, I it really is, like, they're really just, like, throwing everything wall. Like, um, also I don't know. Also, like, another music was... video that's so good too like yeah. yeah also very like american apparel like um yeah like um era. like los angeles warehouse yeah it's like all smoky and like soft grunge and like her throwing up the um the streamers or whatever like oh yeah all, like oh, the like the candy that. pills and stuff like that she yeah another like video where they really had like the arc direction unlocked but also like the so hot you're hurting my feelings music video is incredible too yeah it is really cool but i kind of do hate her stupid dancing like i I get that that's what makes it but it also does um i think i just don't like caroline polachek as much as everybody else does and And i feel like i'm missing something with her like everyone is like oh my god like yes mother and then i'm like well she's like 40 and like all, her songs are objectively fine but like she doesn't really she's like right here and i want mm-hmm. her to be here you know yeah. hear me out i just think that carolyn polachek is objectively i think her music is like fantastic but i think carolyn polachek objectively comes across to me as an annoying person yep and i, um, I agree and, fundamentally and, she would be like nightmare I, blunt rotation not dream night, yeah like that's <laughs> That's why I kind of can't like fully like stan her in the way that some gays do. Also, I think it is fun to hate on her. Like, I really do love when the internet comes together to like take her down a notch sometimes. Um, for instance, like when they bring up the uh, the Kalilo clapback mm-hmm. <laughs> or um, that that like I is that a real screenshot of Azealia Banks's story where yes. it's like Carolyn Polachek, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna scoop out your mole. Yeah, that's real. That's real. um or like when uh when Ugh. when she made that when she made that Kate Bush comparison in the yeah. um, oh that article God. that was <laughs> that was but it's just mold. like asking also, like, for it but she's also given us like so many like classic moments like that quarantine 
concert where she's just screaming at birds in a park. Yeah. She's, I mean, the music is so Um, good. I got a lot of pushback for putting her in the out section of my 2023 ins and outs. And the out is not for the mm -hmm. music. The out is because she, yeah, as discussed, is like just very annoying, gets way too cutesy with her, like the presentation of her music and like how she situates herself within pop culture. Like it is, it's very annoying, but like the, the craft is like so good though. I yeah. think I'm going to give I'm going to give it to We Found Love because I think We Found Love spawned a lot of music of that genre like we saw DM artists collabing with pop stars and like it kind of opened up that whole realm. Mm-hmm. I don't think and I could be wrong about this. I don't think anyone's going to try to make music like Caroline Polachek. I actually think that you're going to hear a lot of music like so hot hurting my feelings in the next like year or two because those are already like yeah well princessy stuff is very like maggie rogers was dabbling in the polachek the writers on that are uh daniel micro and uh teddy grieger whatever her name is or their name um i love (laughs) polachekian wikipediated um no last thing i'll say about her is i um what's it called oh i was listening to red scare and they they were talking about the kate bush comment and the one uh was like no she's actually if you think about it she's more like the anne hathaway of pop music and i'm like no that's actually like a really good comparison because anne hathaway kind of annoys me in very much like the same way i can't describe it but i'm just like yeah I, i you know i think that's a good way of putting it actually like you're Almost are trying too hard and it's pissing me off. Yeah, I just I'm hating on her for the sole purpose of hating on her, but it's not hate. It's more of just like I want to be in the way from her at all times. And don't ask me any questions about that. It's very like 40 year old woman dressing like a 16 year old. I mean, that's fully like quite literally what it is to like this. The aesthetic is way too like school girl. Yeah, and I'm also saying like, she's doing a lot like, of like toga work right now too. Like it's it's not. Yeah, she does not have the visuals it, quite down. It's mind blowing to me that like her and Charlie are like friends because I feel like Charlie XCX would beat her the fuck up if she ever opened her mouth. I remember like, being. It just at, seems so opposite. I remember being at the Pop Two after show and looking at you and being like, "Who the fuck is that girl up on stage with Charlie? Like, get her the fuck off the stage! Like, who is this person?" And you're like, "That's Carolyn Polachek." <laughs> yeah i I just thought it was some girl no i mean she she is kind of just some girl like she doesn't yeah that's the weird thing because the music is good she's just a girl in sweater the presentation like all of the like presentation the public facing like online stuff is so annoying but like where's the gap in the middle like we don't really know who she is outside of like like, she kind of got lucky in the music industry she's definitely been in the right place wrong time but like the chairlift music is so good she wrote my yeah. favorite Beyonce song, No Angel. She's been making music for like 20 years. Yeah. I, I just, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I respect her. It's just, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. I'm giving it to We Found Love. Yeah. Period. So We Found Love moves on um, and it will go up against the winner of the next bracket. Two very different songs again, but two like, oh, okay. I know immediately how I'm voting for this, but the sixth seed is Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado and Timbaland. 
and the 11th seed is Bad Girls by Donna Summer. Immediately, I am voting for Promiscuous. I think Promiscuous yeah. is the second best Same. pop song of the 2000s. 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, Donna Summer is an icon, uh, a legend, a queen. But like Promiscuous, I... I could be in a coma and I still would know every single word to that song and I yeah. wouldn't miss the fucking beat. Hear me out. You don't even need the words to promiscuous. Like the beat of that it's... song is so good. You can put literally any other song over it and which is why there's literally a new viral TikTok sound of the promiscuous thing yeah. in a random like Ariana Grande acapella or something. Um, and it makes whatever horrible like bad pop song that they're layering over it actually sound interest yeah i i 100 agree like the renaissance right now on tiktok of all those timbaland hits like from that period like the way i are give it to me oh. which is such a good song it's so underrated so good, so good. Like, so it's always good. forgotten about because um what happened with that one i remember is like you couldn't buy it on itunes as a single you could only buy the video yeah and the video is bad because it's just concert footage. Like, it's not, like, yeah, a real music video. And, like, the lyrics to that song are really dopey. But the beat, yeah, once again, like, the beat is just so good. It kind of, like, erases everything else. Yeah, they were in their bag on that one. And I'll never forget that song ever in my life. No, it will yeah. It constantly be at the forefront of my mind. Um, What is it? Like, was... Was it Carly that was talking to us about like how she wants to be like uh, like the goal is to be like Nelly Furtado and whatever you're doing where you just make one really 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 fucking good album and you just everybody remembers you for that and you live on the rest of your life and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, I would love but, to Nelly Furtado in my life. The I mean, she obviously about... keeps making music, but yeah, it, and it's I mean, it's not nearly as good as that album. But like the crazy thing about that album, though. I listened to it and wrote about it for its 15-year anniversary a few years ago. The only good songs on that album are, like, the four singles. Everything else singles, is yeah. really, yeah. like, fluffy and, like, it sounds like kind of her singer-songwriter stuff. Like, it doesn't fit with everything else and, like, it's not cohesive. It's very similar to, like... um the Fergie album, The Duchess, in that way. Like, the singles are yeah, where all-timers, it's... and everything else is, like, completely forgettable. Filler. Unlistenable. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, those you're singles... so right. Looking at this track list, I'm like... But to so have good. Maneater Promiscuous and Say It Right as your lead three singles for an album, like, those are three all-time great pop songs. She literally said, yeah. bomb them, bomb them, keep bombing them, bomb them again and again and again. Yeah. And then like Do It was not a hit, but that's also a very good song. But like everything else. Yeah, oh, Do I It was good. And I, oh, I always like the, um, the Why Do All Things Come to an End, that ballad. Oh, yeah. That whole era was just really good. I miss the like Nelly for Timberland, Justin Timberlake. Uh, I miss triangle. when, yeah, I miss when like Justin Timberlake was like, not annoying i mean sexy back is like yeah. that or whatever Ooh, album future future that oh. album is so good i always like word salad them like i know future it's like future okay yeah, yeah. yeah i can never remember the order that it's supposed I to go in so dangerous and sexual listening to that when i was like in the fifth grade i was like oh this is so flirty <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard to make music that sounds sexy 
mm-hmm. I think. But that album does like from beginning to end get pretty close to it. Like it's yeah, it's so sure. good. I feel I really wish people would revisit it a little bit more because he is so like titanically annoying these days that it makes it hard to enjoy anything he does. But those first two albums are incredible. incredible. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he just lost it. But okay. Well, much left to Donna Summer. You were not really in consideration for this award, but um Bad also Girls just like not really song. Good song, but not my favorite Donna Summer I agree. song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The seven seed versus the ten seed. <laughs> I think this is also gonna be a wash, but the seven seed is Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld. And the ten seed is Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. So I, oh, I think on. we know yeah, how this is going. All right. Like, I'm so, sorry. Sorry to Haley. Um, Katie, you have won this round. Like Teenage Dream is a perfect song, back to front. It will never get old. How Haley Steinfeld, like how that song was popular, like whatever, like that was truly just like the era where like music was so horrendous you could really just get anything on the radio yeah i was recently listening to my poptimism 2015 playlist that it's like the yearly like best of pop songs that like i do every year but 2015 Mm -hmm. is so dire (laughs) like it's so dire and i feel like i really overrated love myself when it was around because it was like one of the few up-tempo bops that we yeah. actually got you're in right yeah and i was really into like the julia michaels justin tranter writing duo at that point because like 2015 mm-hmm. for them great year between love myself hands to myself by selena gomez so- um purpose like sorry by justin bieber mm-hmm. they really like- were like firing on all cylinders well like the problem with that year in my opinion because i also really like that songwriting duo but it got really old really quick because they did every everyone's album was yeah done by them in like a thing the uh, selena gomez album they wrote the whole thing the justin bieber album they wrote the thing there was another one that they wrote the whole thing and they it was just like, like so it got to the point where yeah i was just so sick of like i'm so sick of julia writing style now like i i hate it it's the Um, same thing i mean it's just cookie cutter well i think like i think they're more talented writers than that too but like they were like everybody was just going to the studio being like can you make sorry again for me or like can you you know what i mean yeah in no it 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 definitely like oh i don't know we all had. those like songwriting teams have like shelf lives. And, like Teenage Dream, I'm sorry, like you cut out again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Teenage Dream, like, oh, I'm sorry, but like Teenage Dream, just like completely incredible. Um, yeah. Like yeah. literally, like I just I got chills the first time I heard it. I like, still get goosebumps. I mean, it's just so good. It it will never age in my book. Like yeah. talk really like a pre-chorus into a chorus, like just like a perfectly structured song. Like it scratches every little gay brain itch it that I have. It gives me that like total like coming of age John Hughes like fantasy that we all wanted when we were like in high school, and like I never got that, but that song made me feel like I did. Right? Yeah. 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 No, it, it it it's perfect economical songwriting like the melodies are so good the production's so good like 
The video I mean, was so cute too. Definitely like Wait, that guy like stalks her now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like has gone on record as he said some uh we don't need to get into it, but he said some weird yeah, things yeah, yeah, about yeah. Katy Perry in the past few years. Um I think that's like far and away her best song though. Like I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Much is I think close. That, that song too is almost like, yeah, it's like Katy Perry, but it's also again like I don't even think of that song as a Katy Perry song. I just think of it as Teenage Dream. Like yeah. it is like just such a annoyingly perfect pop song. Yeah. Well, we have our last mass matchup of the first round here, the 15 seed versus the second seed. Um, I think this one's also going to be a cakewalk um, between two of like the pop icons, I would say, of the past 20 years. But one of these icons is not like the other. Uh, the two seed is Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. And the 15 seed is Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like... Uh, like, sorry to Dua, you know, Don't Start Now was, like, a great song. Um, it just doesn't compare, though. But, yeah, it like, you can't, com- you, you can't compare where you can't compete. And Dua Lipa has some great songs. Like, I think I've talked with you, Max, about how she's just such, like, a persona void, though, that makes it impossible to really, like... Connect with her. Yeah, I mean, for better, like, connecting with Britney Spears has really led uh, everyone involved down a pretty dark road over the past 25 years. But, like, Britney was so vivacious and is still so, like, vivacious and full of personality that, like, and you can hear that yeah. in Baby one more, t- more time and the music video so clearly that, like, Dua Lipa is just, like, a vessel for good pop ideas. Correct, yeah. Yeah, and I think both of them... Like, Dua Lipa is one of the only, like, stars in the last few years that really had, like, a dedicated era for her album with, like, singles and music video releases and concerts. Like, she gave us a lot of things that people weren't giving us, much in the same way Britney Spears did. Um, But, like, again, there's just one person that did it a lot better and like I connected with, I don't know, maybe because I grew up with her or something, but I, like Dua Lipa could keep making music for the next 20 years. And I don't, I still feel like there'll be a black wall between me and her. Yeah. 100%. I feel like Dua Lipa will be remembered more in the lines of like a Katy Perry than like a Britney Spears, yeah. if that makes oh, sense. If she's lucky, like, and you know, I'm not yeah, a yeah, yeah, cat, yeah. but like, we know right. so much about Katy Perry, and I feel like to this day we still know almost nothing about Dua Lipa outside that she's like Albanian, tall, hot. Yeah, and I mean, like, she definitely yeah. she doesn't have the charisma that Katy Perry has. Um, that kind of like you know, like joking, like we're not finding old Dua Lipa tweets, um, like tweeting at Sky Ferreira about how she's pregnant, right. Yeah. <laughs> I subscribe to Dual Lipa's newsletter. <laughs> so that's a bad admission to make, I know. But like, I was trying to get to understand who she was a little bit more. And I was like, well, you're going to send me this email every week. Like, let's see what she got to say here. Um, and it is, it's so bad. Like, she doesn't obviously have anything to do with this, really. Like, I, I feel like I know even less about her now than I did when I started subscribing. Like, Besides she's like right. a hot cyborg yeah no she really is like she kind of she seems like the like um 
like the Instagram face of music. It's real like cohesive sound or like theme. Like I don't know, like Dua Lipa's music feels like Dua Lipa's music. It just feels like music sung by Dua Lipa. Yeah, I just know if I was ever in a room with Dua Lipa, it would just her and I'd be like, oh my God, hey, I love your music. She'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm, and then it would end. <laughs> and that, as someone who has been in a, a room with Dua Lipa and had that exact interaction, yeah, that's pretty close to how it, <laughs> how it goes. So, okay. Um, we got to move on to the second round. So we have eight songs left here, eight the eight winners from the last round. And I think our decisions are going to have to be a lot, you know, more decisive and tougher. Like, we're in the tough love portion of the bracket, even more so than we already were. Because this matchup this first matchup would have had tumblr in a full war in 2013 <laughs> it's the one seed 212 by azalea banks versus the nine seed we can't stop by miley cyrus my I mean, god my god i you know I, i'm I, voting 212 here but i'm voting, I'm voting two, one, two, two, two here yeah. yeah i'm sorry like i love but like we can't stop as like a Miley thing feels like a, a stop along the road of like your Miley progression. Whereas like two one two is really just like it was the moment, but it'll forever be the moment. Yeah, and I think we can't stop is not Miley Cyrus's best song. It is like truly like a road like a like yeah. a pit stop. But two one two is Azealia's best song. As two one two is like timeless. Like right. it just doesn't. It still to this day sounds like, and it's fresh as fuck. Like yeah. for me, we can't stop. Like it always holds a place in my heart because, again, I grew up with it, and like that was the moment. But if I, I, I would skip. We can't stop, and I wouldn't skip two and two. Yeah, I agree with all that. What is the best Miley Cyrus song? Because like I think we can't stop is definitely... lighter. <laughs> oh yeah, it's lighter. Lighter. <laughs> immediately um yeah lighter is really good i actually think like honestly see you again i think is my favorite my way song oh see you again is really good is um good. seven things is also like amazing yeah. if you really want to like like Her disney era girl out good. i just yeah. consider those two separate like there's like the pre-bangers miley and mm -hmm. then post bangers like pre is see you again post would be lighter yeah yeah like, those are two completely different artists in my mind. Right. Yeah. The Bangers era really was, like, the Jesus Christ moment. Yeah. Like, it's like you have, like, AD, like, BC, and then... Before Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she really, like... She kind Before of monetized Bangers. the, like, Britney breakdown model yeah, for she herself did. in a way. And I don't mean that... I don't mean that in a derogatory way to Britney, but, like, Miley turned that into the era itself in a way i i mean art pop sort of tried to do that too but i think like art pop is a better album than bangers but i would say bangers is a more successful cut the camera i was gonna branding. say i don't know about that <laughs> i think it's a more successful <laughs> branding exercise than art pop was art pop is a better album a better artistic statement bangers like figured it out more though does that i don't know jewels and drugs is arguably the worst song i've ever heard in my life jewels and drugs 
No. Yeah. But what about Mary Jane Holland? Okay, Mary Jane Mary Holland Jane is worse. I would say dope is I... worse than Jewels and Drugs. Dope is so bad. Animando. Yeah, that one's bad. Do you remember that um live performance she did where she was wearing the big teeth and she was like, "You're my dope," and like she was like, I do remember that. It. Oh my god, I don't know how you can look at that and then look at like what Miley did at the VMAs, which, like, in hindsight, that was stupid. Like all the response well, to that was no, so stupid. Oh like, yeah, it, really it was, was like, the like, outrage was so fake. But, but like Miley, that was such a moment, though. No, that really Miley, was. Though bangers was a resurrection, and for Gaga, art pop was a descension. Yeah, yeah like, I agree. Going from like born this way to art pop was like a hundred to ten, and then going from what was what was before bangers. Uh, can't be tamed. Can't that be what the tamed album was going called? from ten to a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it was already like, yeah, because Can't Be Tamed was kind of around the like party in the USA when she had kind of like already had the scandal where she like was uh, had the ice cream um, like thing. And remember, she like just like dipped on a pole or something like that. Oh, and people oh, were like, yeah. she's sexualizing young girls. Right. So this was kind of like her turning that up to like a 10. Like, well, if you think that's bad, like just wait until you see this. Um so I get that. Whereas like the Gaga thing, I think was trying to make some weird like meta like Andy Warhol comparison that just like wasn't really coherent or cohesive in any way. Like it was just. And her fans didn't know anything about that. Like well, nobody it... could speak to that art. Well, not even that. But, like, she was also like using like the like weirdest, like most like. I didn't know who Jeff Koontz was before art pop. Yeah, but yeah. not even that. But like she'd use like like Botticelli like she she wasn't bringing up like actual like she's bringing up like some of the most well-known art pieces in the world like she wasn't giving us anything like really interesting with it like it was no. just she it, was like inserting herself into that imagery she was just really being like Aphrodite lady seashell bikini without telling people a what that means and be like actually doing anything new with that Outside or like quite literally being the Aphrodite lady seashell bikini. Yeah, what's the what's the like line in uh, applause where it's like some of us just like to read? Suddenly the Koontz is me. I don't think she reads that much, and I love her. I love her, but like no. I, she does not no, strike she, me as like much of a reader. She's the bitch in the coffee shop that has like a Shakespeare book, but like she just has it open for aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's always been a thick rimmed glasses lady. Like that's yeah. like, she really does love one. those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with love, we with I'm saying all this with love, but like, yeah, she's not oh, today. Wow. Nose, <laughs> not today. Nose, nose is not on this bracket. Um. Okay, so two one two wins unanimously, but we can't stop a worthy challenger. All right, next mass matchup, the 12th seed, One Thing by Amory versus the 4th seed, Two On by Tanache. Two On. Ooh, this one's really hard. Two I'm on. giving this to One Thing. I don't want to be the tiebreaker here. I like them both. Um, ooh, this is hard because, like, One Thing really is, like, first of all, like, One Thing, I grew up thinking that was, like, a Beyonce song. It was not. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's Listen fair. Up, you know? <laughs> it's um, the same producer as um, Crazy in Love. That guy yeah. was Amory's manager. 
Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, it's that same like kind of genre of like whatever that I forget what that actual like genre of like R and B with like the drum kicks. Like, there's well, a name for it, but I can't remember so what it it's is. It's go-go music. It's this like it's a DC regional like R and B funk offshoot that's really mm-hmm. big in clubs around DC and still is. Like, you can go to go-go clubs now. Like, even that have been around since the seventies, but like. This was kind of like a mainstreaming of yeah. that in a way that like you people really haven't tried doing that again just because it's really hard sound to pull off. Besides, mm-hmm. J Lo did do Get Right, which is <laughs> a one thing knockoff. But yeah, um, ooh, this is like so. I'm sorry. Uh, ooh. <sighs> do you love to get too on? I know, but I like I love to get too on. <laughs> Um, I'd love to get you on. mm. (laughs) I don't like this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm picking. You know, cut the cameras. You said you wanted to disrupt the society, so be the disruptor. Then I'm gonna be the disruptor, and I'm gonna give it to one thing. That's fair. That's fair. I think I'll remember I, that. I, I think one has had a little bit more staying power That's than uh, Two On, and also again, I don't think I love Two On so much the song as just like the general song and the crowned it. That's fair. Yeah, like like Two On is a great song with a lot of conversation around it. It also mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of songs in that era too, because like well, the mustard on the beat productions. We're all very samey, you know. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna dock her for like the renter rapper schoolboy Q verse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like obviously that was necessary and was part of the reason why that song was a hit because Man of the Year was like so huge right before that. Yeah. Um and like probably probably no one would have heard the song if Schoolboy Q's name was not on it. Um, but still, I yeah, I gotta give it to. All right. Well, I guess I'll be the only one getting two on in the room, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. My other thing is like arguably like not even like a top five Tanache song if we're really thinking about it. Ooh. Uh, okay, I think I put it in my top five still. It's definitely not my number one. Well, I'm like a I'm like a serial Tanache fan, so yeah. like that's why I guess. Her major label era was really confusing. I'm glad she like moved back to like the Aquarius original cover art like on Spotify and stuff. Like, she... oh, see, I kind of don't like the original cover art. Really, I feel like well, mesh ma- like those like glitter diamond masks are also very like Tumblr era in a way. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Kind well, of, like, like scratches my itch. Honestly, dated. when she did that, I thought she did that because of COVID and was like to be like no like wear your masks like i knew it was an original image but like i was like oh that's so cool that she changed the cover to like support COVID Mask masks up. masks up little monsters oh okay well angel down two on has lost but um <laughs> angel, angel i re- not that, like a real angel down i love two on so that it gives me no pleasure to be like Amory, you're moving on. But I know. This next one's kind of tough, too, but I think I know immediately how I'm voting once again. 14th seed, We Found Love by Rihanna versus the 6th seed, Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado and Timberland. I'm going with Promiscuous. Like, promiscuous. Yeah. Like, We Found Love is good and bad and the reasons we've already discussed, and Promiscuous is, like, 
timeless it's permissive yeah 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 like that song it really sucks that, that song like, transcends music so much it's so fucking good yeah oh my god like their hit run that timbaland had from like 96 to 2006 is just like unfucking believable okay promiscuous is moving on um last match up here oh boy um it's teenage dream and baby one more time right teenage dream and baby one more time Um, i don't like this i don't like this at all i think i know how i'm voting but i don't like it and I'm going to get bred to filth for how I'm going to vote Teenage Dream. I agree. I say Teenage Dream. Damn. Oh. I love Baby One More Time, though. I, I don't think, think I'm Baby... Vote Baby One More Time. I don't think Baby One More Time is Britney's best song. I, I agree with fair. that. And I, I yeah. think Teenage Dream is Katy Perry's best song. That's fair. Um, also, I would argue both produced by Max Martin. Um, yeah. And I think Britain, too whatever um yeah, but regardless Dr. Luke do teenage dream too yeah teenage dream was yeah. i believe katie bonnie mckee max martin dr luke and maybe benny blanco he was on that album but i don't know if he was on that specific all song. fucking legends yeah so like that dr. is like luke. that is a real meat minds um Ooh. i would yeah. also argue that that's um baby one more time is kind of like the original like max martin kind of pop music i feel like teenage dream was kind of like where like it really hit its peak almost like max martin was in his bag yeah (laughs) he was he was he i agree with everything that has been said so far i just cannot like yes in a vacuum baby one more time is not britney's best song and Teenage Dream is Katy Perry's best song, but I still but think that Katy Perry's song. best is not, it's not close to Britney's Imperial phase. I'm sorry. It's just not. That's fair. Uh, my other thing too is like, realistically, this was the only like song from that album that was even remotely popular, right? From that um, Britney album. Let me look. Cause I'm pretty sure like Crazy is also on that album. Oh, maybe it is then. I don't let know. Let me look. Um, like, yeah, You Drive uh, Me Crazy and Sometimes are also on that album. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because objectively, email I remember, like, heart. I do love Email My Heart. Yeah. Um, but objectively, like, that's one of Britney Spears' worst albums. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was very iconic. But again, it's Teenage Dream for me. I'll never forget her. What I'll say is we would never have Teenage Dream without Baby One More Time. It's okay. true. So, oh, I don't like no, that. I'm I don't, this pilled. feels really wrong, but like I do, I, I think this was a very impossible choice. Like you're picking two between two of the most iconic pop songs of all time at this point. Like, like, and that's such an overused phrase, but like what else can you call Teenage Dream and Baby One More Time? So like they're so like totemically Legendary. important. Yeah. yeah. What I will say is I think if I was a little bit older when Baby One More Time came out, I might have a different opinion. Yeah, I was four yeah that's true but i do I remember mean, that song but like i feel like if i would have lived i lived teenage dream a little bit more i guess is what i'll say like just teenage dream for me has like it elicits a more visceral reaction than baby one more time i i mean it's also it might be just due to age too like i've heard baby one more time for the last 24 years so it comes on and i'm still really excited to hear it but it does get to the point like i kind of want to hear teenage dream at the same like the same amount that i hear baby one more time yeah 
there are also mm-hmm. so many bad covers of baby one more time too oh, like yeah people, it's just yeah. like one of those like things people love like reimagining and i'm like you don't need to do that <laughs> like, no all yeah. these covers sound identical as is okay you've i mean i'm still voting how i'm voting but you've talked me into this i feel more okay about this decision than i did yeah i still it. don't like this decision <laughs> it's what we're working with randomization um you know not should it happen friend. should be allowed probably yeah, not we, we gotta but... shut down ai <laughs> yeah. we gotta regulate it <laughs> Bracket HQ.com needs to be like regulated by the federal government because this is unacceptable. Okay, so we're in the final four this round now. The first matchup is two one two versus one thing. Two one two. Two one two. Yeah, I mean, I think I might take two one two all the way. Honestly, two one two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it would be hard for two one two not to win this. Like. I, I fear if it comes down between two and two and teenage dream. That was my worst case scenario when I saw this playlist. And I, well, I think I fear that it's, it's going there. Well, yeah. What's the, I, I'm going two on two for this one. Yeah. What's the next mashup? It's teenage the next dream. One and is what? promiscuous versus teenage dream. And I'm <gasps> going promiscuous. I'm, I'm going, going, promiscuous. going promiscuous. Promiscuous. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, look, Teenage Dream is so good, but it's not Promiscuous by Noe Furtado. <laughs> like, no, nothing it's not. is. I think Promiscuous has that sex appeal that Teenage Dream is, like, Teenage Dream is a song, it's romantic, but Promiscuous is like, I'm fucking dirty on the Promiscuous, yeah, like, if I hear that, like, and I'm out. I'll do a split. Yeah. It's it also- similarly ugly to when I hear 212. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also need to give Nelly Furtado credit for doing one of the most shocking reinventions in pop music history to like going from I'm like a bird to promiscuous mm-hmm. is bananas. Like I cannot Truly. imagine being a label executive at that time and being like, oh my God, like this like Canadian, like Michelle Branch type that we tried to mold has turned in this <laughs> as their next album. Yeah. yeah. That's my thing. Like, I I would like to know how that came together. Like, how that was A and R'd. I actually don't want to know. No, I don't I, either. Ignorance but... is bliss in that situation. <laughs> yeah, I, and not to get too deep into it. When I was doing research for like the piece I wrote a few years ago, essentially it was like, Timbo was like, Timbo. Oh my god, I don't know him like that. Um, Timbaland was like, I love your vibe. <laughs> I love your vibe. Um. And that I saw you from across made... the room and I yeah. loved your vibe. <laughs> and like that's how it <laughs> happened, essentially. Um interesting. Yeah. Because my theory was gonna be that she turned in an album full of like I'm like a birds essentially. And they were like, Okay, we want something upbeat. Like, will you meet with this producer Timberland just to like cut like See? one radio song for us? But I and don't know. That, that radio song ended up being like I mean, Promiscuous is a weird fucking song. Like the beat, I mean, the beat is like crazy, but like mm-hmm. it's 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 not quite rap. It's like almost spoken word. Yeah. I mean, even like Say It Right is like a very weird song. Like but you could have never predicted that that would have been a hit. I think the dichotomy between like the Timberland verses and the Nelly Furtado verses where they're kind of like dueling could yeah. go very musical theater, but it didn't. Because they, they got people who weren't losers to do it. But like, yeah. 
usually when you hear those types of sounds it like sounds like it came from like yeah, fucking like... broadway and this is like it made it sexy in a way that if two people were to do that today it would sound if two people egregious. tried to do it today it would be like megan trainer and charlie pooth oh my god wait yeah. but now i want i want to hear that kind of now is that crazy <laughs> like i think like i i want to hate love it <laughs> yeah i i'm so like into the chaos of that idea that like it actually must happen now it's hard to make a song it really does sound like two people flirting at a club like exactly to tape i mean and like the video do. is so good the where they're like so whispering good. in each other's ears yeah she looks so good too she's in her low-rise jeans and those like she loved those canadian like, portuguese tops, queen. like oh yes, yes. she was so mother. I, like hot mother yeah and i love videos with those like colored square backgrounds like that too yes, like i'm yes. simple mm-hmm. like that like if you have one and they, of those, they like... flash back and forth yeah mm-hmm. like it's like um they're in white like they'll be in all black and a white background oh. and then it'll switch and it'll be a black background i mean that's grounding yeah. in my book yeah it's uh like the run the show cataluna video or it's just <laughs> oh like my flat. god it's like a strobe yes, light yes yes <laughs> oh my god if your music video is not giving me like epilepsy i don't i don't want to see i don't it. want it yeah <laughs> Also, easy to forget, Promiscuous was the second single from that album. Maneater was, was the first one. Oh, I didn't know that. Album. Imagine Man coming out so, so hot with Maneater and then segueing into Promiscuous. Like, her mind was working overtime that era. Like, she was like, sex does fucking sell, and I'm going to prove it. Well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Um, <laughs> or, like, say it right, having like the dumbest video of all time. Oh, just like her on a helicopter pad. pad. Yeah. <laughs> like a big ass dress i think i blocked of my mind it's just like you're just like i like what what <laughs> they were really yeah they were shooting at the wall there it was say right also has like well it has a structural problem in that it does not have a third chorus it needs a third chorus because like just the two sounds weird but like i love it when like the outro of the song is her going three four and then it just ends and, <laughs> yeah I love that. Like, so stupid. Oh my god. We're at a tough decision now, though. Because yeah. we're at the final. And we have to choose between 212 and Promiscuous. Live over. Yeah, I cut the cameras. But, like, for me, 212 is almost the Promiscuous of the 2010s. I agree with that. I, I really do agree. They have a very that. similar cadence. They have a similar cadence. It's kind of like in your face. You, you're paying attention to it. The beat is so good. They're just like, it's cut from the same cloth, but a different era. I've um, quite literally heard DJs transition from promiscuous into yes. before. I hate this. <sighs> I'm voting 212. I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm taking 212 all the fucking way. Listen, there's something so just like visceral about hearing those first couple drum beats mm-hmm. of 212 it's like the hairs on the back of my neck stand up yeah i i truly become someone different those are truly like the two songs that was like if someone held a gun to my head and was like i'm gonna kill you unless you you know every-, every word and i know both of them yeah like the same. back of my hand and those are like the two that i could say that about hear me out so Promiscuous has like a very strong cadence, but I feel like it's pretty um, like cut and dry, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. 
212 really takes you on a roller coaster. Yeah. You start off with the rapping and then you go into the more like, what you gonna do? And it starts to get kind of like slowed down and you're like, oh, okay, like I, I'm not taking a break a little bit. I'm slowing down. And then it just comes right back into her just screaming and that like trumpet blaring. And the video is so good. Oh, and that, oh, the God. video with the, the rage just like she flying around. black and white. Isn't that guy like Jock Green or whatever? That is Jock Green. Yeah, it's Jock yeah. Green. I thought that was Jack Antonoff for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, what was his, what was his ass doing? But no, I, I'm staying 212. Like, I love Promiscuous, don't get me wrong. 212 is like, she literally captured lightning in a bottle. Like, I think, I think I'm also going to say 212 solely because like promiscuous came out when i was like eight years old and i didn't i remember asking my mom what the word promiscuous meant and my mom being really awkward Mm -hmm. trying to explain it to me but if promiscuous had come out when i was like 16 or like in my like uh skins era Mm -hmm. i would have been a whore yeah Um, Yeah. (laughs) but i think i might (sighs) have i think it's a great song but in terms of like my relationship with it i think i was just a tad too young to like fully embrace the way that people a little bit older than us like really did um but 212 happened right for me when it should have so that that's i'm 212 hear me out 212 was also like the perfect amalgamation of like tumblr electro clash and like current edm at that time that was just like so of the moment but it's still somehow timeless to the point where we're in 2023 and people are still trying to rip that song off like that's 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 true rip that song off for the uh harley quinn song the boss bitch song yeah. yeah like people are still trying to do it and they can't like no one has been able to land it anywhere near 212 and 212, for whatever reason, is like everybody knows that song, but I don't even think that song was on the Hot 100. No, it never. Like, I don't think it charted. charted in the US. But, but it's like, still gone platinum somehow. Yeah. Well, but like you like watch videos of her playing that at festivals. Like it's insane. Yeah. I mean, if, if I hear that in my room alone and I go that crazy, I can't even imagine what it's I mean, I literally have a picture of Lizzie dancing to 212 in the yeah. bar last weekend. It's it's a treat when it comes on. It it's is one such of those, a treat. When, if, when you hear it in a it's bar like, and you don't expect it, I mean, it is literally like, I will literally... It's like, I'm telling the, the bartender, if if I hear those I start leave. while they're making yeah. my drink, I'm like, hurry up. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like an immediately, like, whatever the opposite of evacuate the dance floor is. Like, we're going... No, exactly. We, yeah, we are it's repopulating lit- the dance It's floor. literally yeah, like... like, like like Ugh. literally i will be mid conversation and hear that and be like i'll be right back right and like promiscuous <laughs> if i was at the bar i would i would be like oh love this song but i'd wait i would take my time i would still probably go yeah. floor but not in the but way in like, the, like i'm out of breath i am out of breath when 212 is over yeah like i'm sweating <sighs> i i i I'm gonna have to vote for 212 here too like i was really like i would like to be able to cast a symbolic vote or promiscuous but mm-hmm. it's just not gonna i just can't get there because it's just it's so good like she really did something i'm pretty sure if you looked at my playlist or like my play history 
across every streaming service I've ever used across like back in the iTunes era, two one two would probably be ni- my number one played song. I also think two one two is just has better writing. Period. Like I mean, promiscuous well, is very flirty and fun, but like, well, like who else is saying I guess that can't get me? Right. Like it's iconic, no. and you could you could say any like three words from that song, and you'll know that it's from that song. I would buy a tea towel that said caught the warm goo in your do-rag too. No, stay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's opening my red bubble store tomorrow. Literally. (laughs) But for exclusive two and two merchandise. Oh my God. (laughs) I, I mean, it's a shame that she's chosen to do merchandise. um, It's such an, odd way because <laughs> like, really, what was it bussy soap bussy, bussy boy, bussy boy, boy. Of course. who could um, forget i think she i think she like rebranded it now to like cheapy xo or whatever um but regardless yeah um well, it's like, I love Banks is a, then i, I mean know. she obviously is problematic but she's problematic in a way that i will continue to follow like nelly Furtado could like be a psyop or something and i probably wouldn't care yeah but like <laughs> do you look, know what i, I mean, mean nelly Furtado yeah. has never said anything as iconic as calling like elon musk like a pork rind skin <laughs> or rind like... smells like a roll of nickels yeah like your pussy smells like a roll of nickels <laughs> oh my god everything she... azalea banks has said is is could be like chiseled on pillars and like when she said lily allen's ex-husband's dick looked like a thumb oh i mean her, she beefed with countries she yes beefed with entire countries. several several, several countries. not just one like she's beefed with almost the entire continent the of europe of ireland don't deserve this <laughs> she's um what's also one of the few times she's apologized has been to ireland so, yeah like, that's... That, that's impactful <laughs> right um what was the other one Damn. that was like so close oh when she was like rita or your background dancers were like climbing into my dressing room to take pictures with me <laughs> like, nobody knows you and uh, who could forget her commenting on january 6th this is meth head behavior <laughs> like yes <laughs> Like the the it's only Janine. piece of incisive political commentary that's come out of January six has been Azalea Banks's Instagram. Stories. No, the Lady Gaga. I'm looking for evidence. Oh yeah, I, look <laughs> I looked for evidence uh, for In the Russia next doing research. Like I Crisis really, Twink. Yeah, I think for the next like two hundredth episode, we should do this same model, but Azalea Banks quotes. Beefs. <laughs> like a bracket <laughs> like a bracket of like iconic azealia banks quotes oh or my behaviors. god oh my god oh my god <laughs> i think that, that could really tear that could really t- <laughs> i would have such a tough time picking between all of them too because also like to jeff pick 64 azealia banks quotes is so hard <laughs> like she's not really 64 is. of the yeah. best <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm gonna have to troll like um what's that account like azalea out of context or whatever like yeah, yeah. just like go through the screenshots i forgot about, i'm gonna scoop out your mole caroline polachek until like a few days ago and that really i was like yeah. crying at the gym uh, or like, like another real classic um that just literally left my brain never mind <laughs> i can't remember it her wishing that renaissance um 
smelled more like cocaine district attorney's office and domestic violence (laughs) (laughs) i just like i don't know where she gets these things but she's always right i like like what was it like rihanna poor digestion (laughs) (laughs) that was the same as like the charlie xcx ashtray like (laughs) lana del rey like thyroid issues (laughs) ashtray the fact that her like 2020 like decade predictions are all coming true too is like insane to me yeah. oh yeah the chris, no the chris martin solo career is gonna smack yeah, I just about, a weird feeling I, I think about chris martin will come out with the solo album we will all live all the time like we will all yeah. live it's so yeah funny. it's like we, it wasn't it like we will all live it'll be on some billy idol shit or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. well she's a deserving winner for the first division of tear the community apart civil war i think a contender for the overall title too i mean i i i don't see how we're gonna top this um i do want to give a shout out to promiscuous though because i forgot at the top here um i picked one song that actually lost tear the community apart the first time to re-enter in the bracket for this enterprise and promiscuous actually lost its battle I believe friend of the pod, Tyler Danucci picks Sexy Back over it. Hmm. But Sexy Back is not in this list. And Tyler was wrong. So that's and I, I would just say wanted, Tyler. I, was I wrong. really need to say that here. I um, would also, yeah, I would I would argue. Sorry, that, Tyler. Yeah, so Tyler, I don't really know you, but I I just think that you're I think you're it's wrong. you're it's okay to say he's wrong. Yeah. The uh, America America has a problem and it what is, is Tyler Danucci being wrong. <laughs> on this case so critique is not conflict (laughs) wait you should tell tyler that because he needs that note all right anyway um this is so much fun thank you guys so much for being here for this uh true thought exercise (laughs) like this i think we everything i do is a thought exercise (laughs) what what an amazing idea for us 100th episode spectacular i can't wait to see who wins yeah, yeah this is gonna be tough um the second portion of the bracket will be out probably the day after this is released so get excited for tomorrow um also Ooh. please 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 go check out spinners club podcast it is truly one of the funniest podcasts like y'all are so smart i love how you process culture and like just any, like I I find music writing um and just like talking about music like so annoying in most cases like especially in like the pitchfork like Anthony Fantano yeah of everything I agree with everything you all say constantly and it if people are not listening to it like you must go it's just it's so funny like a, a oh point thank, thank you so thank and where can people so find much. you on social media if you would like to be found um spinners club pod everywhere yeah spinners club on instagram and spinners club pod on twitter i think and then we don't even fucking know yeah i don't (laughs) just search spinners club and we'll pop up yeah and And then from there like than that like our personal stuff yeah and i'll link i'll link out to everything in show notes um you can find me on twitter at fgaypigs at drew haskins on instagram and at Crisis Twin Pod on Twitter and Instagram for direct updates from the pod itself. We will see y'all tomorrow for part two. Bye. Yeah, ready? Bye. Bye. Like what you just heard? 
go to the show notes and whatever podcast app you're listening to this on and click the donation link. 